All right, we're back into it with our friends Rocco Rossi, John Carmichael, and Alyssa Freeman. <sighs> Swider Jones is going to join us after 6 o'clock, and uh, without actually stealing any of his thunder, there's a story of uh, this long weekend, which was much mayhem and destruction and death. Five people killed by gunplay, three others seriously injured. Uh, just a litany of uh, this type of activity. It goes on unabated, and the mayor saying... Uh, he finds it deeply troubling, but there's no magic answer. And uh, he says what we have to keep doing is what we're doing. More support for the police, changes to the gun laws, and investing in kids and families. Uh, but, you know, it seems like it hadn't gotten this bad. After the summer of the gun, we had in place the carding, the Tavis, and those were rendered politically incorrect. And some people would say, well, it was discriminatory or showed a bias, inherent bias in how these things were uh handled and uh yet maybe that is the answer to go back to some tried and true or uh are there something else that we're missing here or the mayor's missing when he says there's no magic answers to this this kind of stuff going on we're up to 73 now and counting rocco look at there's no question that it's it's complicated but the facts on the ground are when you had tabas when you had the carding the numbers went down um because the police know where to uh, where to go and how to focus those uh, those resources to uh, to deal with that and um, and 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 so as complicated as that is and as uh, deeply unpopular as that is those those some of those elements have to return. John, let me ask you: Do you think I mean uh, call it political correctness or a certain sensitivity? Uh, not pinning it all on the mayor, but council itself capitulated to a lot of noisy uh, identity groups with certain interests. They certainly have. I, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, I, I think the mayor's, the mayor and the council today are between a rock and a hard place. They've got the crime levels soaring. They've got police uh, all disjointed and, and and lacking the funding they need. This applying the 200 extra uh, cops on the streets was a great move. Uh, I hope it wasn't temporary, but I think uh, I think the mayor's got to take a hardball approach and take a look. As as Rocco said, let's look at the 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 uh, tools that were working for us that helped to reduce that level of crime, and let's go back to basics and and push political correctness aside because that's more of a, a blight on the economy than anything else. And when you've got this many lives, this is the shooting uh, last night. I mean, what a horrific story in front of his two children. and In broad daylight, I mean, And quite frankly, I don't care about the economics of it. I care about what yeah. is happening to people's lives. Absolutely. I mean, this is this is a horrific tragedy. Well, and just to be uh, clear, on the, it's the violent aspect, yes. the gun crime yeah. that's actually spiking as opposed to the other types, which uh, are receding somewhat. But, uh, Alyssa, I mean, if uh, we talk about that, it, it looks like it's a non-starter. Even the police chief said, no, we're not going back to carding, this, that, and the other. Then I don't know where the answers are. I mean, I can cite cultural things, imperatives, but this may be too gargantuan a task, like broken families, absent fathers, you know, that these kids are looking for gang affiliation because it fills a gap, uh, all the rest of that. But that's just too heady philosophical stuff, and I don't think we can address it in the short term that way unless there's a real cultural shift in certain communities. Elsewise, what do you see as an answer? 
Well, you know, it, this is sort of where the rubber hits the road. And what John Tory said was, is, is, is a very, very blanket, typical statement coming out from someone who is a mayor that says, these are all the things that we have to address without being the guy to sort of drop the mic and say, this is really what we need to do. Everybody's so very, especially politicians, are very, very scared of the vocal minority who has, who screams the loudest via mainstream and social channels. They're very, very scared of that. And it's almost like we have run uh, a study here. We've said, okay, well, what would happen if we took away carding? And look what's happened. I mean, you know, the statistics are irrefutable. And yeah, I live in a suburb, and what some would say a gated community, but it doesn't mean that what I hear and see on the news doesn't frighten the living daylights out of me. I go downtown, I could be walking in, you know, Dundas Square or wherever, and you know, the average citizen hears this rhetoric and says, well, they may be saying to themselves, I don't think this is good enough. I think that we need to take a harder line approach. I need to know what you're going to do about it rather than offering these platitudes. You know, it's interesting. I mean, in this surface, by the way, at Aretha Franklin's uh, funeral on the weekend and uh, one of the pastors from uh, Atlanta that was eulogizing her actually has really run into a crap storm. Yeah. Uh, it's considered offensive by the family because he said black lives do not matter unless blacks stop killing each other. He spoke for about 50 minutes, and at no time did he properly eulogize or said Vaughn Franklin, the singer's nephew, delivering a statement for the family. But was he speaking truth to uh, a situation? Because, I mean, look, here in our, situ- uh, our city as well, uh, where blacks are only comprising 9% of the population, yet 55% of the killings have been primarily black-on-black crime, uh, there is something... And I don't know where these Black Lives Matter folk are in this. Uh, let's just call it for what it is. Right. And we have to face that reality. Something's going on in that community. There's definitely something going on. I think the the eulogy issue uh, is, is even more complex. I mean, clearly uh, the pastor used the opportunity to make his own political views uh, known. Uh, where I think some of this complication is, is if, if I'm going to be... Uh, having a funeral service for a loved one at a church, I would want to know what the priest or pastor is about. I mean, so the he crossed that, the line. This yeah, was not the time. I mean, he definitely place. he definitely went. You know, saw that as a platform and did his thing. Um, but but I also think you know the family. Like, if we're going to use churches as places, we should we should actually know the pastors. Right. We should actually be parishioners. Well, I think the it. pastor presided at the father's funeral like 20 years, years ago. ago. Okay, so right. uh, they may have missed the mark on that. I wanted to come back in just a second here because there's another singer who's perhaps run afoul of certain sensibilities. It's our own native son, Drake, and uh, being pictured wearing an outlaw biker support hoodie. And uh, he's been given the keys to the city. Some are saying we ought to take it back or at least change the locks or something like that. I wanted to get your thoughts on that and the Colin Kaepernick story as well. It surfaced with a big Nike ad that uh, means he won't have to play football. He'll be enriched by that. Rightly or wrongly, we'll put it to our panel, Rocco Rossi, John Carmichael, and Alyssa Freeman in moments here on The Oakley Show. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.